Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive, and you will be rewarded. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the next game on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 273 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this Friday, the 17th of January 2020 at 0128 hours and make it uh, 1.30 a.m. Pacific Coast time, left coast, coast with the most for our friends and neighbors uh, who... uh, our sequel friends 2020 0117 0128 for our sequel friends yes crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign damn it Ivor you're fired we have a big show for you this week and I know we're pouring the whiskey we're not drinking it immediately um big show for you this week uh, I was going to make it however the smallest show that has ever been aired it was going to be like three words but I decided not to do that instead I will inflict upon you the entire only now at the end do you understand Jedi yes so 
let's get straight to our to our top. Let's get straight to our top stories. Try saying that five times fast. Um, first off, number one thing, uh, there was no thumb surgery on Monday. Uh, the surgeon said that because it exploded, it needs to heal now. So I don't know what the fuck I'm supposed to go back on uh, the 10th of next month. I don't even know if I'm going to do it. Um, Because literally I've lost so much shit out of my thumb since it exploded that this is you know... If it's going to kill me, it's going to kill me, and it's not going to kill me, because evidently it can explode. So if it can explode, then it can explode again, and I don't need to pay you another, you know, etc., 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 for another fucking doctor's visit. Blah, 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 blah. My thumb feels fine. A little numbness, but it's great. Ever since it exploded best thing ever. I don't know why they didn't fucking do this in the first place. Like, for real. Like, why did they have to make me wait until two years? I mean, it was just pointless terror and, I don't know. It doesn't look that good and it hurts like, when you, anyway. But it doesn't, it's 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 now a negligible problem in comparison to the, like, you know, oh, I have another consultation. He's like, oh, well, have another round of MRIs. Well, I can't afford them. So, no. You know, anyway. But our thumb is doing, my thumb is doing fine. Ivor's thumb is fucking fired. We have a kind of a short show for you this week. Uh, normally, this is around the time when, if we had not already gone to it already, which we haven't, um, we would we would already be doing the stats for last year. But I have a game that I really want to talk about that uh, Servox, friend of the show, Servox from Proton DB, um, was desperately interested in and. I did a live stream a couple nights ago and a lot of people seem to like it. I'm only seven hours into it, but our feature this week my first impressions of Terminator Resistance which now, if you get the, if you pull the latest uh, Zozozo uh, MF install uh, script from GitHub the latest one actually fixes everything. Now, this might also be a function of me having pulled my uh, Steam VR out of uh, I uninstalled Steam VR, mm. and there have been several other games that like seem to use the VR compositor. For instance, chief among them, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, which reprojects everything upside down on your monitors, if you have Steam VR installed and a headset plugged in. Who knows? I don't care. I don't give a fuck. The game runs. It runs like Class A title. And we're going to talk all about it. But before we get to that, I want to address something that is really bothering me. 
game we mentioned over the last couple of weeks, uh, GTFO, get the fuck out, you know, uh, survive together or die together. Is that the is that the slogan? It's something like that. Uh, work together or die together. GTFO. It's still in early access. This is a first person four player, um. A scenario-based first-person shooter. So it's kind of similar to the way uh, that um, Left 4 Dead 2 was constructed. And Left 4 Dead 2, by the way, is not lauded as like one of the greatest games ever made for a reason. You may have many fond memories of Left 4 Dead 2. I sure as fuck do. I have several very fond memories. When I say several, I mean like literally under three. What I really remember when I think of Left 4 Dead 2 is every which way to not build a fucking game. Right now there's a big and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and that's the reason why we're why I'm mentioning it. Um, there's a big, uh, what do you call it? Undercurrent. Not an undercurrent. It's actually like an overcurrent. Like there were four fucking posts on the discussion forums for GTFO. Why the fuck isn't there matchmaking? And when I, uh, hit up Servox, actually I saw Servox playing it like, you know, 10 days ago or whatever. I was like, dude, hey man, sorry. I, I gotta actually do this other thing. He's like, oh, I got a crew already. I'm like, okay, fine. Fuck you, too. Um, there is no matchmaking in GTFO, and GTFO absolutely requires four players. I mean, it doesn't require require. You will get nowhere on your own. I mean, well, you, there's some people I've read who've, like, gone pretty, like, like, three levels in or whatever, but the game sucks without matchmaking, and everyone, the entire discussion has been derailed from a productive discussion about, like, the ways in which matchmaking would make this a four-player shooter much better into just the fucking heaping, gaping maw of, like, Windows-esque you know, like, okay, so it's not productive when you're on a games discussion forum like inside of the Steam client. Let's flip this let's flip the script. If you don't already understand that it's not productive and it's very, very fucking stupid of you to post, oh yeah, well you should just fucking run Windows. You play you should just win you know, why are you running this on Linux? Then this conversation will be lost on you but the same way that that's fruitless, unproductive and absolutely stupid and makes no one happy and does not promote the game at all you have to understand that when fucking 10 people like in the last week have started new threads what the fuck is up with matchmaking that maybe you should probably pay attention to the idea that your game needs fucking matchmaking because not all of us 
you know, have friends all around the world or whatever who are up at all fucking times of day and night when we want to play games. And so, I just... In fact, you know what? We're going to leave it there because I don't want to even go... I was going to go into and dissect exactly how not to talk to other people in discussion. Threads, aka forums, aka forum threads, you know, basically Usenet, but with fancy graphics. But, you know what, if you don't know it by now, then you you really I don't know what to tell you, because I'm not going to waste everyone else's time by focusing on this negativity, but by the same token if you're a developer and fucking 10 threads pop up over the course of one fucking week about, yeah, your game sucks, it doesn't have matchmaking guess what, buddy there's a fundamental fucking force of gravity in terms of the commercial software industry, you know, like that's what you're part of, if you're making games you're part of the commercial software industry and that fundamental rule of gravity is if everyone is pissed and hates you then you need to fix it. And they really need to add matchmaking to the game. One of the funniest things, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll let, get the fuck out, die with this. And until they have matchmaking, I'm never talking about it again. But, uh, someone on the GTFO discussion threads inside of the Steam client was like, someone replied to something and someone else replied to something and it's like four replies down the chain the guy originally posted it was like don't you understand that everything you just said not only proves my point but makes you look a fucking idiot (laughs) he didn't say that but it's what he said in a nice way and it's difficult to disagree with him like you know everyone wants matchmaking for this game the most compelling argument against adding matchmaking to the game is that oh yeah, that was what the one kid said he said, oh and by the way your entire thread really makes me glad that there's no matchmaking for this game well trust me, the developers should feel differently the developers on whom, whose livelihoods this depends on they should really really feel like existential panic at this point because they're on their way to doing basically everything that uh, No Man's Sky did. I mean, I'm not saying that Get the Fuck Out is the next No Man's Sky, but it is not a fun game to play by yourself unless you have tons of friends who are online who love to jump into games with you. Then guess what? It's gonna suck and it's gonna wither and die. And if you look at the stats for GTFO, it's withering and dying on the vine and someone had this weird fucking thing where like oh well you know they could do that now or they could wait two months but if they wait two months then you're still going to be as upset no no we won't be still as upset we'll be playing with each other and the popularity base for the game will be growing for those of you who aren't aware GTFO or get the fuck out is a four-player uh, online game, first-person shooter. 
in which you take on the role, it's like Void Bastards, you take on the role of a convict who is sent to clear out certain aspects of a of, of, of a facility, a mining facility, or what prison facility, it's hard to say, that's gone rogue. And the deeper you go down this tree, um, I don't, I don't know if it's the more points you get or what, it doesn't matter, because I can't get through the fucking tree, because no one will fucking play with me. Um... I can't blame them for that, but what I can blame the developers for is for not having matchmaking. So that's GTFO. And it's just so funny, because like, it it's like we're not able to deal with fucking reality anymore. That's what it looks like on the fucking discussion threads for GTFO. It's a lot of people who can't deal with reality. It's like, oh, they don't understand that, like, okay, this game doesn't have matchmaking. Well, if anyone asks for matchmaking, then fuck you! That's not the way the internet is... That's not the way the internet was built, my friends. That's not the way that this shit works. And, uh... I know it's been going on for years and years and years and years, but I go back to way before the beginning of this shit, and trust me, the internet that we knew and feared is now the internet that we are forced to live with. And just just like this sort of it's not just the toxicity, it's like the irrational toxicity of this sort of these sorts of replies to these sorts of threads that are like completely non-threatening, completely you know, like you know, I would really, like for instance fine, you know what, I'm not gonna give you a for instance, I'm gonna give you a real fucking thread thirty-eight minutes ago a hundred and seventy-three replies get matchmaking Seriously, a simple feature should be there with that price. No matchmaking is keeping me from buying this game. Looks fun? Question mark? I'm sure it is. I'm sure no matchmaking is keeping this game from selling. Get get matchmaking and I'm all in. Like, what is wrong with this person saying that? First reply. It says on the Steam Store page, matchmaking isn't implemented yet, so be aware. You will need to play with friends or talk to people on their Discord. They have said multiple times, matchmaking is the first is the fire thing being implemented the complaints really don't make sense they can either release the game now for friends only to play then two months down the line release matchmaking or wait two months for matchmaking to be done and then release it comma during which time no one can play it what the fuck does that mean it doesn't really seem like a big deal most people are getting on with it you know what Sounds like you're getting on with it. Sounds like that's awesome for you. Sounds like maybe English isn't that person's first language. That's okay. But you didn't... It's just really irritating like to see a reply like that first out of the box, and it gets worse from there. Because then other idiots start replying to that idiot and they don't reply in the, the right way either because none of them are fucking game journalists. None of them are fucking thinking about what the fuck 
is the most productive thing that needs to be said here. And so they're just like, it's this endless stream of recriminations that doesn't lead anywhere. And that's one of the things that I would like for 2020 to stop. Now, before we get too far ahead, I were based on what our feature will be out of here in under 45 minutes. Terminator Resistance. Okay, so Terminator Resistance. This is our feature. I've only played seven hours of Terminator Resistance. Terminator Resistance, which retails for the low, low price of $500 billion. Now, um, Terminator Resistance uh, retails for $39.99. This game, which, by the way, uh, it was released November 14th, 2019, and recent reviews, very positive, 570 all reviews, very positive, 1,917. I've been live streaming the fuck out of this game, and there's been a lot of interest behind it. First of all, going back to Servox, who originally hit me up after seeing my ProtonDB report of it, you know, saying that it, it didn't work, and it didn't. Now it does. Everyone's really interested in this game. I wish that the Steam Store sale was still online for it, but it's it's 40 bucks. This is not a review. This is a first impressions. Here's what's great about Terminator Resistance. If you like the Terminator... Okay, look. I'm going to be really honest with you. I've only seen two Terminator movies. I've seen Terminator and I've seen Terminator 2 Judgment Day. The one with the T-1000. I made a liquid metal. He made a liquid metal. Atla vita, baby. Get down, you are capital Java. You want to leave? Follow me. I'll be back. Um, My Arnold is normally much better than this. But anyway. If you, like I, have been raised, suckled at the teat of the Terminator franchise of robot-based mayhem and carnage trans-temporal robot-based mayhem and carnage. This game has so much to offer you. You want a first-person shooter where you can take on the Terminators for reals and perform 1992-era level resistance against the... uh, I can't remember what they call it. They call it the Termination... The Termination Line. It's just basically a wall of Terminators with all of their fucking uh, hunter aircraft, all of their missiles, all of their missile batteries, all of their uh, smaller drones, blah, all of it dispersed throughout a nuclear fucking devastated Southern California. If you've always wanted to be on the front lines of that, with persistent crafting, with persistent skill points and stuff like that, you know, skill-based um, 
progression tree, you know, it's it's a simple tree, which is great because it makes it simpler. Because the game is basically a sandbox. There are some rough edges to it. But just it's the first time you ever get to really fight T-800s, T-824s. Um, I saw, spoiler alert, you might want to turn this off, I saw a T-1000 on a dissection table. And he looked just like the guy from Terminator 2. Um, We're talking about a nuclear holocaust the likes of which you can't believe. So it's like a cross between Terminator 2 and Fallout. But with all of the great Terminator art and stuff, and with these evolving relationships in which what you do to one person, it doesn't necessarily equate to like, well, that fucks up your game or that I I don't know necessarily. But I do know that certain people won't talk to you anymore. Certain people will not like you anymore if you, you know, fuck certain things up. And all of this is surrounded in the um, the rising tide of the Terminator line coming ever closer to you and the hard scrabble refuse that you've aligned yourself with. Um, alongside with the resistance, quote-unquote the resistance, which really sucks considering that you're the only effective member of it. And then there's personalities inside of the resistance. Blah. It brings together an excellent combination of action, stealth, first-person shooting, blast them up, you know, first-person shooting. If you're careful, all it takes is one hit. Really, especially the be you know, for the first five hours. I mean, if I get hit by a missile, I'm dead. That's it. And there's all sorts of other, you know, uh, advanced Terminator shit that you haven't seen in, well, at least that I haven't seen. I've only seen two of the movies, though, so I probably need to see more of the movies, I guess. Some of the stuff that's in the game. Some of it is ridiculous. But it doesn't matter. It's all really fun. And it's a single-player, first-person shooter with light crafting elements and hardcore role playing elements the best part of the game though and this is spoiler free thing I like most about this game is that the first three hours of the game are really pedestrian and they seem really slow and it's like what the fuck are we running from what am I running from who am I you figure out who you are pretty quickly you're just you know this guy got cut off from Pasadena because they got wiped out and uh, you're trying to rejoin any unit of the resistance you're a soldier and you're really good at being a soldier but and, but your main strategy is to run and most you know, it's it's a stealth game there's a lot of stealth elements in the game then about, after about three hours once you start fighting Terminators, like really fighting Terminators, once you start to get their weaponry, once you start to get their access to their upgradable plasma weaponry, laser weaponry, game takes on an entirely different complexion, because then 
it's really all about the, the, the it's a free form almost a sandbox kind of experience where you get to decide which objectives you want to go after how you want to go after them do you want to hack all the laser turrets and make them take out the terminators do you want <coughs> do you want to infiltrate outposts like completely unseen and then blow up their plasma cores or do you want to like hack that fucking shit and then turn all the turrets against all the terminators or <laughs> some combination of everything in between which is really 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 fun and when you fuck up you will know because you'll be dead you'll be dead instantly generally speaking on top of that the um interhuman personal relationship stuff which gives you lots of backstory on like everyone who's in your in your group and they some come, some go, some leave you keep trying to leave I won't, I won't, I won't ruin anything um, but you can do things that are favorable You can not just like, you can do like fetch quests and shit by the way, a single fetch quest in this game is like a big deal I mean a big deal a big deal, because there's all sorts of terminators out there, there's like terminators that burrow into the ground that look like water bugs if they, they wait they're like landmines, they wait for you to get close to them, if you're not using oh yeah biggest thing in the game you have this uh, alternate view, it's this green computer view when you have the green computer view on you can see every terminator within I want to say 100 meters and you can see them through walls you can see them if they're underground you can see them above ground blah 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 they look like a heat signature they look they show up bright white on your green that can be deceptive though because you can because you can see them through walls it can be difficult to get a range find if you're unfamiliar with your surroundings which you almost always are which are almost always post apocalyptic and once you start really fighting terminators hope to god that it's almost always at night and without that many fires because they show up like heat signatures fires also show up like heat signatures and by heat signatures, I mean they show up as white on green. Everything else is green. It's, it's a very primitive by, by intent um, way of doing things. This means you have to figure out who's going where, what's going to happen, etc. Who am I going to take out? Blah. Luckily for you, the Terminators, once you start fighting the Terminators, they are basically dumb as rocks. They have no fucking neural network set up. If one of them detects you, others might hear the explosion and come to investigate, but if you if you're really fast or if you're really stealthy and you run away and double double back around or whatever, generally you can get away. How do how does Terminator resistance counterbalance for this fact obviously by overwhelming uh, force in numbers if not directly in force in numbers like it's it's hard to kill one terminator once you have up and the upgrade system is great once you have like upgraded like a laser rifle or a plasma rifle or whatever to your liking 
you can kill some Terminators one at a time trying to kill two of them by yourself you're dead anything bigger than that trying to kill two of them by yourself you're dead unless you lay ambushes for them plant traps and figure out exactly why it is that you want to kill this Terminator why you don't want to kill this Terminator etc. Eventually you get full on stealth weapons that let you if you get close enough ice dagger them you know like right in the neck (laughs) then you can loot loot their stuff all throughout all of this is a persistent crafting thing and lots of plot convenience playhouse bullshit but one of the things I really like about the game is that in general the other NPCs that you can interact with and actually have dialogue trees and shit with rejoin and have rejoiners with generally speaking those dialogue trees make a lot of sense and they give a lot of um, color and shading to the horror that has befallen mankind after Judgment Day because that's when this game takes place it's right after Judgment Day Masamenos. it's like you know a year maybe tops hard to tell I won't tell you anything about the plot but you know and this is not a review I'm going to beat the game you know hopefully tonight hopefully this weekend we'll see but uh, I've had a tremendous amount of fun and for as unpretty as the game is oh by the way those jagged edges I mentioned earlier there are some for an generally open area game it's not a sandbox game it's like an open area game with like you know ways to get back to like base camp where you know whatever you can do whatever but you can do a lot of shit in the field too you'll you'll encounter over the first seven hours at least about three or four different open area things and so you pop open your map and you figure out which objective you want to go and tackle and that involves they're all interrelated and it's pretty pretty ingenious because when if you if you take out all the terminator outposts then yeah a lot less terminators that's a fucking definite fact um and there's you know there's an encumbrance limit uh but the weapon customization is also cool one of the things that I, one of the problems that I have in terms of like the rough edges of this game are that sometimes there'll be like a thing that you can like obviously jump over can't jump over it like a tiny little ledge can't jump over it oh well whatever blot it's a single player game if you like I you know have a lifelong fascination with the terminator world, although the world of the Terminators, as uh, Wolf Rage and I got into in depth last night, no there'd be no fucking retaliation there'd be no resistance if the machines ever rose up because it would be you know, runaway artificial you know, super artificial general intelligence, at which point the one major thing that it would do is it wouldn't make a move until it was sure that you couldn't turn it off and we'd either all be Grey Goo or you know, there'd just be no way to to defeat them. That's fine. This takes you back to a simpler time 
before our final invention, which is a great book, before the singularity is near, which is another great book, before um, super intelligence, that's a great book. If you if if you're a coder and you you want to get into you want to get into artificial general intelligence or SAGI super artificial, not that you would want to make that. Um, super intelligence is the book. It's a great book. But our final invention, for those of you who have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about, or the singularity is near, also for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, Grey Goo, fucking Nekomata, fucking uh, uh, Tornadoes, my favorite, my personal favorite idea is the, uh, you make a chess computer that launches a rocket and turns the entire universe as we know it into Computronium for its paper clips, which I have made many 3D renderings of. Forgetting all of those complex scenarios that are, you know, way above the pay grade of the beer and popcorn level of 1992 era Pasadena post-judgment day, Terminator Resistance is as close as you can get to actually fighting on the front lines against the machines, and they look fantastic. The environments, they look gritty, they look dark, they look bleak, some of them look confusing, but really, it's like an unpretty fallout with the most amazing bipedal robots from your childhood that you've ever seen. And I, you know, it's it's a blast from the past, literally. And that'll do us for this week. Um, check back next week uh, for uh, oh yes, for our VR update and our stats. We will be doing our stats for 2019 next week. Cheers, thanks for listening. Uh, I'm a detective, I'm a cop, you idiot! I'm detective Jack Kimball! Get down! Get down! Get down! Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, maybe Farm. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy oh. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman.
the best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.